Welcome back to Becoming Whole with Gabrielle. And for all of those who have listened to the trailer, I'm so happy that all of you guys are here. But yeah, I just want to jump right on into what we're going to talk about today. The enemy of comparison. So I'm not sure if many of you know or not, but I'm not a person who compares myself to others to begin with but lately I've been thinking a lot about the human journey and just the journey of becoming whole and one thing that I continually find myself thinking about right now in this time is the enemy of comparison and y'all I'm not going to lie I used to be a person who constantly compared myself to others well not constantly but I only found it found that I did it when my life and my career wasn't going the way that I felt it needed to go which is how it typically happens right we don't have a need to compare everything in our lives when things are going good, when there's no bumps in the road because, y'all, we are finally where we want to be. Everything is great. But, y'all, what happens when nothing seems to be going good anyway or even right now? One thing I've learned, even when it comes to God, there's one thing that goes on in our lives. There's not one thing that goes on in our lives that are bad. It's just that we as human beings, we perceive it as bad. And let me tell you. If God gave me everything I wanted or the things I thought I wanted during a certain season, and even that season, yeah, <laughs> I would be so upset right now. I remember, y'all, literally about a year ago, I wanted to have kids and all this stuff, y'all. And I'm not going to lie to y'all. When the pregnancy scare came, my heart pounded. And I remember just praying like, God, please don't let me be pregnant. Please don't let me be pregnant. And I was the same one praying to become pregnant, right? So God ultimately, not even ultimately, but God always knows what's best for us, y'all. But anyway, let's move on. That's another story for a different day. You see, we might not see what God's doing for us in a certain season. And even that season causes us to compare ourselves. But we need to not do, do that. Because what he is doing for us right now is perfectly aligned to where we need to be. It is so important to not compare ourselves. Because like the Bible says, For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. And one thing I've been talking to my friend about the other day is like, when you hear about the word appointed, what does that mean for you? Appointed means that God literally sat down and said, on this date, this is what I would do for X, Y, and Z. So it does not matter how hard we go. That's why I'm so big on like rest sometimes. Like it doesn't matter if we go 10 times harder that same day. If it's not appointed for that time or that season, there is absolutely nothing that you can do to cause it to happen. I used to be that person to think like, well, you know what? If I work out six times a day, then I'm going to see the results right away. And it's like, no, things of any type of nature, whatever is good, whatever is worthy, whatever is fulfilling, it takes time. God is not a God of rush. He's a God of speed, but he doesn't rush. And anything that causes you to rush, y'all, I'm just going to say it is not from God. But even going back or touching back bases on just the, the appointed time. Like like the Bible says, the vision is for an appointed time. You can work towards your goals. You can, you know, no one is telling you to not work towards these things, right? But when it becomes the thing where you feel like you are the one in that power, you hold the power to make this thing happen, that's when the issue comes about, right? And the more that we realize that we have to depend on God, that's when things get better. Who wants to live a life of stress 24-7? I for sure don't. 
right? So now that I have put myself in a mindset of the appointed time, the vision is for, is yet for a appointed time. I now understand that even though it may seem as though others are way ahead of us, we don't know how long it took for, for them to get there or how long it even took their appointed time. It was simply their time. And one thing now that I want to leave you guys with, don't miss what God is doing with you and working in you through the season because you think you should be further ahead by now. But God knows that the pruning that you need, he knows the lessons that you need before you go into certain spaces. Also, do not allow loneliness to enter you. I feel like when people get in the space of, you know, their career is not going right, X, Y, Z, or like us Brooklynites say, yada, 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 or blase, blase. We start going to relationships and dating and men that aren't good for us that we just feel like, well, God said, and it's like, no, be comfortable in your alone season. Spend that time with God. Figure out the hobbies that you like. When I first moved back to New York, I was going out a lot, parks, ice cream dates, whatever made me feel good. I got into fitness when I was back in LA, y'all. But honestly, find what you truly like to do. And one thing I never liked was when people would be like, focus on yourself, focus on yourself. But it's like, no. Focus on yourself with the intent to truly better yourself. Do not allow loneliness to enter you. God is always with you. Use that time of uncertainty or what you or or just what you perceive as loneliness or an uncertainty to draw you closer to him and your purpose. Pray for patience. Pray that you have the ability to remain still and as you wait. Cheer others on and know that your time is coming. Every path is different and God will never finish with you. He will never be done with you. Until his complete work is done. God finishes everything he starts. So when you see your homegirl or your homeboy striving in life, clap for them genuinely. Because their appointed time has come. The vision is for an appointed time. Life up 
I gave up everything that came with it, and I moved to New York. And the glory that he has to give to me right now in New York has been so much better than what I had going on in LA. I found me, I found my passion in speaking and working out and so many different things that if I was still in LA, I would have never came to. And as I'm taking this walk, right now y'all are going to take me up some watermelon because you know, health is wealth, right? But as I'm taking this walk, and I'm even reminding myself to be present in the moment that I am in New York City. This is where God has placed me. And I also listen to the sermon today speaking about the fiery furnace, right? When God throws you in the furnace, when he throws you in the fire, you have to be like Shadrach, Isaac, and Abednego. And excuse me if I'm saying these words wrong. But you have to be like them. You have to tell yourself that no matter what happens, that you are always, you are always going to put God first. That no type of temptation, no type of stress, no type of what you're going through will drive or take you away from that will. You have to be so confident in the things that you are doing within your life. And that's where I am now. I just feel like I'm at a point where it does not matter if God throws me in the fire, because I know that at the end of the day, I'm not going to go to idols. I'm not going to go, for example, get my palm bread, get a reading, any of that. Wherever God puts me is where I want to be. And even though in the season it may be uncomfortable, I'm telling God right now to throw me in the fire and turn the heat up. And not only God, but the enemy. Let me see what you have because there's no amount of pain, there's no amount of comparison, there's no amount of anything that will cause me to not know that God is good, that God has my back always. And you know what? We always tell ourselves that, you know what, God's going to bless us. Blessings are coming. But we constantly forget that these blessings are literally in man. God cannot come back as a human form. God can come back. He uses his people to help save those. And honestly, if you're not doing that, then it's an issue. 